Hello and welcome to the Forbes India Cover Story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek and this issue's cover is about Nokia, once a market leader and a ubiquitous name in the world of mobile phones in India and abroad, and now it's staging a big comeback. Uh, joining me on the call to talk about it is the cover story author Rajiv Singh for the first time. Hi, Rajiv. Hi, hi, Abhishek. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Uh, to start with, Rajiv, how big was uh, Nokia in India, and what went wrong? Why did the management at the time not move fast enough to adapt to smartphones? And this is about a decade back. So a couple of uh, things, Abhishek. In the first uh, venture of Nokia, it came as a Symbian. It was a feature phone. At that time, they didn't have the concept of smartphone. And Symbian was big in India, and they were dominant feature phone player with high 40s market share. Then suddenly the market started shifting to smartphone, but it was very gradual shift. It was not a sudden shift to smartphone. And that time they were still betting big on features phone. And after that happened, you know, a change of ownership. Microsoft came in, and they moved the entire thing to Windows. So that time also nobody expected that uh, there would be a tectonic shift from feature phone to smartphone. So Microsoft was betting big on Windows operating system, and Windows, unfortunately, with the Lumia brand of smartphones, couldn't make big in India. Android was big, and and that actually changed the game for uh, the other players who were on Android. And when did they decide, Rajiv, that it was time for them to wake up and uh, figure out? So by the time they figure out that smartphone is the real game, already they had lost the you know market to Samsung, the guys like Samsung and the. Other smaller, nimbler players at that time, Micromax. In fact, Micromax with Android at one point of time became bigger than Nokia. So they could never really get back into the game, even after realizing that the market has moved to smartphone. When is it that they shifted gears? In that uh, today, uh, in your article, you mentioned that they've climbed from the 34th position to the 8th position by having some 3% of the market share for smartphones. You know, so last year they entered India, so it's I, I would say. Just one year old brand in its third innings. So first was the original Nokia with Symbian. Second was Microsoft with Windows operating system, and now is HMD Global, which is again back to Android. So they started with feature phone in India. So in feature phone, they are the fourth biggest, which is incredible thing. In in just a year, they have become they have broken into the top five feature phone brands in India. In smartphone, they are uh, number eight with three percent market share. But if you put that in context. The fifth position in India is uh, a Chinese brand with just 3.5% market share. So the the fight for the fourth, fifth, and sixth slot in the smartphone category is very intense, and the gap is very narrow. What is their India strategy when it comes to connecting with the consumer? You write about certain immersion sessions that they did with many consumers across India to find out what is it that they exactly want. So can you give a few examples of what Nokia learned by talking to its consumers? The most interesting thing which they have done in the third innings is going back to the consumers and trying to find out what exactly is missing in their life in terms of having a good smartphone experience. So all the consumers or whatever consumer immersion sessions they have had in India and globally as well, they found that uh, people have good smartphones, but they're loaded with so many features and apps that actually it, it doesn't make sense to them. So what happens is when your smartphone is loaded with multiple features and skins, is that the performance gets hindered. You're not able to experience the kind of uh, you know seamless experience which a, a smartphone should give. Right. And and what explains the resurgence of feature phones? I would have imagined that it's dead and buried, but that's not quite the case. Exactly. So feature phone globally derided as dumb phones, they have staged a kind of comeback in India as well as uh, across the world. You know, in India, what explains their comeback is 
still a dominant population is not comfortable with the smartphone kind of experience they would like to have the same kind of old feature phone with basic smartphone features it's not like proper smartphone but a hybrid between smartphone and feature phone which is what if you look at the 4g feature phone so you can access you can access your whatsapp you can have facebook there are some of the basic apps which you can access but but again it it doesn't make them a proper smartphone they're still feature phone because the operating system is not great that's interesting because you write that not just in india the global market for feature phones grew by 38% in the first quarter and i believe in india too the market doubled whereas the one for smartphones it more or less has remained flat or saturated so yeah absolutely and just the, again the rebirth of feature phone has coincided with the rise of nokia so that has again helped them because the timing is right and and they shipped 52.9 handsets 52.9 million handsets i believe in, in globally. 2017 yeah, yeah, yeah. globally right right but again exactly. again is there so feature phone 3000 rupees that's where the starting point is now unlike an apple which might not sell as much as a, a samsung galaxy s8 you know your your iphone 8 or uh, iphone 10 uh, it still makes it has hefty profit margins how is it here for nokia in terms of how thin are the margins and how long will they have to wait before they start uh, making a profit so let me quickly give you the kind of margin that all handset players make in different categories so smartphone categories if you see can be divided into three types one would one would be the entry level smartphones so would be like between 5000 or 4000 to 10000 then would be mid level mid segment smartphone 10000 to 20000 or 15000 and then would be high end which starts from 30000 onwards so 30000 onwards would be the premium smartphones between uh, so sandwich between entry level and premium is the mid segment smartphone so let's start with the entry level smartphone the margins are very thin it's 4 to 6% maximum that a handset maker makes after deducting all the operational cost marketing operational everything when you graduate to the mid level segment the margin slightly increases it becomes 10 to 12% but the real value game is in the premium segment where the margin can be as high as 40% it's that category where players like oneplus samsung and apple they are making money and now with vivo vivo and xiaomi entering into that category they know that they have played the volume game so far and the volume has given them good numbers but unless they play the value game they won't be able to maintain that long term advantage which they right now have in india does nokia have a plan to try and knock on the doors of that premium segment at the moment is there a phone that you know every company has like oneplus had one every company has one flagship product is there any in the offing so definitely they do they do have couple of premium handsets but again i said in the premium category the biggest challenge for them would be cracking the millionaires because premium is something which really aspirational brands you have to be aspirational look at oneplus the kind the kind of success insane success i would say it has got in india and globally so nobody would have thought that oneplus would give a fight to samsung and apples of the world but it has done Let, let's let's talk a little bit about this chinese competition that you write about a joke uh, from one of the nokia insiders that chinese competition make uh, you know those those guys make devices faster than nokia polishes ppts so So China is big for everybody. Right now, if you look at the top three players in India, or, or, let's look at the top five smartphone players. Minus Samsung, Samsung is the number one. So rest four are all Chinese. So among Chinese, it's more than seventy percent of the market. You can imagine the kind of dominance that they have in the smartphone category. More than seventy percent is with only four players in in India. Right, right. And and last one, uh, Rajiv. What holds for them in the next? Uh, 2 or 3 years what will their primary focus be 
So see, next three quarters, or I would say next two quarters, in fact, would make it very clear whether they are going right or they have they have the right strategy for Indian market or not. If they are able to keep the pace of the growth which they have done in the last quarter of uh, this fiscal, then definitely they would stand a chance. And smartphone, as as you said, so two big categories they're focusing would be on 4G feature phone and smartphone. Because Reliance has, Jio has been a big disruptor in the feature phone category. And, and one interesting point, see, which is, which is again, uh, came as a surprise to all the players. People thought that feature phones are dead. So all the Indian consumers will suddenly upgrade from feature phone to a smartphone. But that is not happening. Just because of the 4G feature phone, people are not upgrading to smartphones. So, you know, any player which is present, which is present in feature phone and smartphone cannot afford to focus only on one category. So it has to be a mix of feature phone and smartphone. Nokia's uh, plan is mainly to get a shoe in via the feature phone route and uh, somehow get their, uh, make their presence felt. So exactly. So if if you look at, if you look at the feature phone consumers of Nokia, so what they would be hoping is whoever is buying a feature, Nokia feature phone would eventually upgrade to a Nokia smartphone. That would be what the next game plan of keeping their finger crossed and hoping that the feature phone users, whenever they graduate, they shift to a Nokia smartphone apart from the new Nokia buyers of smartphones. Great. Well, Rajiv, uh, in the interest of time, it's time to wrap up. Thank you very much for your time on this one. Thanks, Abhishek. Thanks, Rajiv. All you listeners, you can get this podcast on ForbesIndia.com as well as on iTunes. And to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, message Forbes to 51818.